0: Welcome to Building Boston and Beyond, an educational podcast empowering Massachusetts residents with information. Updates surrounding the economic growth of their community, improvements to their neighborhood, and access to resources to enhance their quality of life. From discussions with public officials, businesses, organizations, and change makers, Building Boston and Beyond aims to inform and empower residents to have a voice, support each other, and join the decision-making process in their community. This week's topic on Building Boston and Beyond is Girl Scouts of Eastern Massachusetts. Established over a century ago, Girl Scouts has been committed to building girls of courage, confidence, and character who make the world a better place, creating an environment for youth to become productive global citizens through STEM, outdoor activities, entrepreneurship, and life skills. Joining us today on Building Boston and Beyond is Barbara Fautier, CEO of Girl Scouts of Eastern Massachusetts. Welcome, Barbara. Let's begin with a brief of your career path up to your present position as CEO of Girl Scouts of Eastern Massachusetts.
1: Thanks for having me today. I started out with a 20 year plus career in high tech and I was an information technology professional. And the last job that I had was working for a web hosting company that actually went public before the internet imploded about 20 plus years ago. And I took a couple of years off to explore some personal interests. And a friend called and said, hey, the Patriots Trail Girl Scouts, which was the Girl Scout affiliation and mostly Bostons are looking for board members. And I said, well, that would be fun. So I joined the board. And very quickly, once they discovered that I was on a two year hiatus from work, they asked if I would do any pro bono consulting. And, and they needed some help with information technology issues. So I, I did that. After a few months, I was giving a presentation and that turned into a well, you should work here. It could not have been a better time to make a transition from for-profit to nonprofit. And when I really got into things and discovered what the Girl Scout organization does, it was love at first sight. And that was 23 years ago. Something I thought might be a one or two year fun thing to do after a hectic ride on the for-profit train has turned into something so much more than a job. It's been a vocation, it's been at the heart of everything that I think
0: about and do these days. That's wonderful. Clearly a lifelong career and a new path you discovered. So can you share some of the programs and opportunities available to help young girls build, as I was reading, their self-esteem, develop relationships, and overall become strong leaders? Girl Scouting
1: has six levels, and it basically follows a girl from kindergarten up through a senior in high school. And the six levels, all of the programming that is developed is matched around skills development. And it progresses because as girls get older, their focus shifts. For instance, older girls are very much into what, what am I thinking about from a career standpoint? You know, am I thinking about college, etc. where the younger girls are all about making new friends, doing fun things, and really enjoying, you know, the whole process. There's nothing more special than seeing a Daisy or a Brownie Girl Scout in full uniform. A lot of our programming comes from our parent organization, GSUSA, and the programming is wrapped around leadership development skills. And again, as I said, they are progressive for girls in the different age ranges. The other things we do, girls, when they're part of a troop and troop participation is the lion's share of how we deliver the Girl Scout experience, they do a lot of community service work. And that's really important. They get together and decide as a group what important things exist that need addressing. And they go off and they do wonderful things. We also, on top of that, have an awards program. You may have heard of Bronze silver and gold awards, gold awards being the highest pinnacle of achievement that a girl can attain. And those start off as more trip focused. And then when it, by the time the girl gets to be a senior or a junior or senior And wants to work on an individual project for her gold award. That becomes very much a self managing. That's where a girl learns leadership skills, communication skills, finance skills. She collaborates to pull together resources that she may need. It may be local government. It may be educational resources. And Mm -hmm. to see a 17 year old girl present her gold award project and watch what uh, process she had to go through, it's just, it's humbling.
0: Sounds like a thesis.
1: Yeah, I know at that age, I certainly wasn't doing excellent work like that. But a girl who achieves that top level and goes after her gold award typically puts in at least 80 hours. And typically it's over several months and she works with an advisor. But then there's a whole myriad. It's like a whole village comes together mm. uh, for whatever the project the girl is focused on. And back to your comment, earlier comments about mental health, we had a lot of, we had 60 gold award presentations this year. And I would say 15 to 20% were centered around mental health and awareness programs that the girls developed to help. And often they were trying to address their own issues with mental health by doing this program or their programs to teach girls.
0: Yes, because I do understand that Girl Scouts was ahead of the national attention on youth mental health crisis and specifically the bullying depression and suicidal thoughts amongst young girls? We have a program
1: and it's geared mostly at our volunteers because we have 10,000 volunteers who are working with our nearly 20,000 girls. So they see firsthand, they're gonna see symptoms or they're gonna see behaviors that don't quite mesh up. So we have developed a youth mental health first aid program. The name may be confusing, but it's really about teaching risk factors and looking for warning signs that a girl is in trouble for a variety of reasons. It may be bullying at school. It may be some issues or concerns in the home front. It may be just other things that prevent girls from achieving their full potential. So that was really important because, like I said, the volunteers are the lifeline of this organization in terms of being able to to share and help girls experience the Girl Scout programming. And we've taken it very seriously because we see the statistics about, for instance, in the STEM area, Girls have never thought of STEM as necessarily being a program or an opportunity or career opportunity for themselves. So our STEM programming is excellent in that it introduces girls to those technologies, but it doesn't come across like it's STEM or heavy. They get introduced to it in a way that makes them feel comfortable approaching that. So it just goes hand in hand that we have to pay attention to the mental status or the mental health issues surrounding girls because they over COVID, if they were not great before over COVID, they really declined even further. Okay. I think that's a problem for youth, not necessarily just girls, but girls were always, were always on the shorter end of that scale to begin with. So it exacerbated it quite significantly.
0: It appears to me there's so much opportunity available through Girl Scouts. And I think it's important to share that information. How can people get involved? How, how can volunteers participate?
1: So people who are interested in connecting with our organization, the best resource is our website, www.gsema, for Girl Scouts of Eastern Mass.org. There's a ton of information. We just did a brand new refresh of our site. We're really proud of it. And it's even easier to access information. But there's a, there's information on our site about becoming a volunteer. And we have a lot of different volunteers. We have volunteers who want to lend their expertise. So if there's, for instance, our STEM conference, and there's people who have expertise that were relevant, then they volunteer that way. We have a huge amount of volunteers, probably something in order of four to 5,000 volunteers who are specifically volunteering to lead and help with troops. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have a whole host of other volunteers. We have volunteers who pick up cookies at our cookie cupboards during the cookie program and, and help the girls deliver them. So there's lots of ways to connect to the organization. Um, some is of what we would call a very regular traditional mode of connection vis-a-vis the troop leader. Some is more episodic. If you have an interest or an expertise and you can plug in to us, we welcome that.
0: See, that's nice. Yeah. It allows people to participate and maybe they can't participate for an entire year, but if there's a focus where they can offer, as you said, their expertise.
1: Like I said, we have close to 11,000 volunteers and roughly five are affiliated with troops. So that means we have a lot of other people working to help us again. Deliver the experience because we'd like the Girl Scout experience to touch every girl that has a desire to to connect.
0: And I'm sure it's very diverse. It is.
1: I'm, we, you know, we're all we strive for as much diversity as possible. But we have a special set of staff who are targeted. We have, uh, I think, it's 25 or 26 targeted communities where Girl Scouts is not necessarily the first thing on everyone's lips. There are a lot of families who might not know about the Girl Scout benefit. You know, unfortunately, we've been faced with the challenge of being viewed as a white middle-class experience for girls and what we're trying to say is that's not who we are at all. From a diversity standpoint, our staff look more diverse than they did, let's say when I first joined the organization. Our board of directors, we have a marvelous board of directors and there's lots of diversity there. So we are—we always strive every year to move the needle and to become more representative of the communities. and
0: communities that we're trying to serve. That's wonderful. Well, Barbara, I just want to thank you. I really wanted to have Girl Scouts on the show to just obviously educate the public that that's a great opportunity for young girls and that people can volunteer and it's available for everyone.
1: Yeah, and and that's our goal. Uh, Once people understand the breadth and the depth of what we offer a girl and the impact. I've seen it firsthand with my nieces. I have a niece who's a Gold Award Girl Scout. And I have another niece who didn't stay in Girl Scouts the whole time, but um, was shy, 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 shy. And when I took her for camp the first day, went to pick her up at the end of the day, she was leading a group of young girls in song. The transformation for girls is phenomenal. And what we hear from parents is that their girls change and they explore and they are able to tap into more of who they want to be by participating in the program. So. We hope, you know, our challenge is to get the word out and let them know that we're the best-kept secret in some cases and the best the best opportunity for leadership development for
0: girls. To get involved, support, and volunteer with Girl Scouts of Eastern Massachusetts, go to gsema.org. That is gsema.org. Visit buildingbostonandbeyond.com to get a glimpse of our future guests and the many ways you can follow us on social media. Join us next time to hear the latest topics of discussion in Boston and beyond.